And welcome back to the Everything Goes Podcast, guys. I'm Tyler. That's Chris over there with T&K. Breaking news, Donaldson just signed with the Twins. Aaron Judge deletes his Instagram post about Altuve, and MLB teams are not happy about that Astros punishment. So just stay tuned. Been lit, boy. Everything goes. We now return you to regular programming. All right, there's a lot currently going on in the MLB, a lot of fines, a lot of suspensions, it's been a lot a of crazy last two days. It Not has. Nuts. Has. So, you know, the whole big news in the room here, Astros finally got what they deserved. Maybe deserved a little bit more, but, you know, got that $5 million fine. Yeah, but that's max allowed. They weren't allowed to go any higher well, than that. Well, it's not like allowed it's just what everyone voted for right yeah but that's in the contract they can't go any higher than a five million dollar fine that's a max fine then they lose their 20 2020 and 2021 first and second round picks which kind of sucks because you know what those picks are late round drafts anyway you know they've been in the playoffs how many years in a row it's not like they they like had first like the number one or number two pick overall it's late round picks so it's not really gonna hurt them anyway it's still gonna hurt them i mean they're gonna mm-hmm. i mean you can still find talent in the later rounds obviously but also their general manager jeff lanau got suspended for a year manager aj hinch got suspended for a year but they both end up getting fired right after that by their owner so yeah, jim crane came out and fired just basically him. took nothing but we put a poll up in Facebook. Just a little side note here. We have a Facebook page. It's called Everything Goes TNK. If you guys want to follow that and keep up with all the updates that we have for you. Also an Instagram we have and a Twitter. Just saying if you want to follow that out. But I'm happy it's out. I'm, I'm happy we got to see exactly exactly what they got. I mean, yeah, I, I feel and, like they could have deserved a little bit more of a penalty. Well, yeah, and I have a couple of things written down that I heard that, that should have been uh, penalties. But before we came on, man, they had breaking news. Alex Cora, who orchestrated this whole thing was let go by Boston because yeah. let's face it Boston's next in line for the punishment. I was t- I was told I was told by some reporters insider. Um, I found out that um you know the Red Sox organization Alex Cora they came together and they reviewed all the penalties that Houston just received um, and then they mutually agreed to part ways. Um I really wish I could have heard what went on in that room but um well, I mean, let's technically, face that, it. technically, is that a fire or is that just you know, mutually parting ways? But he was the bench. He was the bench coach in 2017 when they, you know, reportedly have done these cheatings in Astros, and then he goes over with the Boston. He's now the the head coach, and now you know Boston's being investigated, and they're saying that Boston's penalties are going to be a lot more harsh yeah, they, than they, Houston's. They've been warned before. Yeah, and I mean Boston's already letting go. The thing that aggravates score. me, though, is how come none of the players were suspended or fined or anything? I mean, because Carlos really, Be- is it the players' fault? Carlos yeah. Beltran, he's the one that was beating on the garbage That's can. That's true, but uh, like I had, a, I had a good conversation with someone the other day. I said, like, imagine you were a younger player, like say you're a rookie or a one year, two year player, and and you hear that these guys are cheating. Are you going to personally say something? Probably not because Nobody you don't want to lose your job. Nobody said anything until after they won the World Series, yeah. and that's when that's when one of their uh, pitchers came out and started yeah. this whole thing. Mike Fires. Yeah. But like personally though, if you were on that team, would you have said something? No, because you, you know you think about it, you you want this job, you want to be in the pros, and you don't want to be that guy that snitches everyone out and you lose your job. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I mean, 
I just think. I the, mean, technically, the, is it the player's fault? It's more the GM and all these guys that said, "Let's first do of this." All, they cleared the GM. The GM had nothing to do with it. But the reason he, that the the owner got rid of him is because he oversees everything. There was nothing that linked the GM to this at all. Um, AJ AJ Hitch, he knew about it. He he wasn't doing anything to stop it. But yeah, the players knew. The players know right from wrong. I mean, if you get on base and you're stealing signs, that's one thing. But you're, you know, you're knowing what that banging's for. You're all involved with that. Yeah. What are you and, gonna and do that, though? What do you, what do you really, honestly, like as as a player, what authority do you have to do to change that? What are you gonna do? Nothing. I think Beltran should be he should be suspended too. I think he should be fined. But I wonder if they'll look into that because now he's the Mets head coach, right? Yeah. But there's other penalties that out there that would have been better. Uh, you you actually named this uh, playing for an empty stadium, you know. Not, no money. They would being, make no money. No money. No concessions. Nothing. Another one is postseason ban. You know, make no it home games. No postseason. I mean, they can't make the playoffs. That that's tough. That sucks. Yeah, they I, mean, I guess post- that's what you deserve. Yeah. Another thing: take away their TV revenue. Yeah. You know. You make a lot of money off the TV like because the, the owner, and yes. the, the owner didn't get punished. He didn't get nothing. And you think the owner knew? I don't know. I, I heard know. since the GM got fired, though, he's coming out with a lot of stuff now, which I would yeah. too. But another thing too is, uh, oh, we talked about that. Draft picks won't affect him because it's late rounds. And then another thing too is since the GM and the coach got fired, their suspension shouldn't start until they get hired again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why should they be suspended if they're not on actually on a team? I think that the I they're think out that, of the sport. I think Hinge and the GM, as much as they say they didn't know, they should be suspended from baseball. They shouldn't be able to be hired. Yeah. Well, the, well, they had a one year suspension. No, I know, but they should I, be, they should be suspended. The Pete Rose, we talking we talked about the whole Pete Rose thing, and you know, how, how what's funny about that is how can you bet on your own team? and you're in def, in the listen, you're in. Definitely and suspended. Because betting on your team is a bad thing. These guys he are cheating. He didn't bet against his I team. I know. He bet on his team. But still, P. Rose got screwed because yeah. he should be in the Hall of Fame for the player, not the coach. For yeah. the player. Yeah. That's Charlie Hustle. Had over 4,000 hits. Leads Major League Baseball, other than Ijiro. But he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, this is bad. This is up there with the whole steroid thing. Yeah. And and I think that these these suspensions should not kick in until another team hires them, because technically they're without a job. So how could you know what I just? So much a cheap like, way of getting out of their suspension. Yeah, they can sit out for a year and then go back and, and get a, a paycheck yeah. again. And they're probably still getting paid through the Astros, I would assume. Like somewhere in their contract, they probably got some guaranteed money. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't now, know. How, now they did that? come out with a report. This is this is like exactly someone saying like exactly how it happened with. Core, you know, every, mm-hmm. how everything he did. It said, is it Cora? That's how you say it, right? Yeah, Alex Cora. Alex Cora arranged for a video room technician to install a monitor displaying the center field camera feed immediately outside the Astros dugout. This is when he was the bench coach. And then one or more players watched the live feed of the center field camera on the monitor. And after, you know, decoding the sign, a player would bang a nearby trash can with a bat to communicate the upcoming pitch type to the batter. So he had them... You got to think, this is smart. Yeah, this, this is. is really smart. And it makes you wonder, is there more teams that are doing this? Because you think about, like, how we don't pick this stuff up. There's, I mean, you think about how great technology is. One of the White Sox pitchers picked up on them banging every time you was throwing an off-speed pitch. I forget who it was, but I heard it today on the radio that they said that he actually he said something about it. 
Like every time he was throwing his off speed pitch, that's when Beltron was banging on that garbage can. And you, you got to think about it like this too. He's a bench coach in the situation, so you got to assume if they gave a bench coach the authority to install a monitor in the, their own dugout, you got to think everyone knew. Well, they used their instant replay room too. Yeah, yeah. And, until they actually got security when MLB got smart and put security there. But somebody said to it on radio that they were playing the Texas Rangers in, an, in like early in the season. And the phone was ringing in the replay booth before, like, there was anything to be replayed. So they were getting signals already in their first inning. It's, That's crazy. It's crazy. But what's, what's interesting is, as human beings, we could be so smart. Mm-hmm. And you, you just got to think about the conversation of a group of men or women, how many people there were in a, in a room, okay? And just everyone raised their hand saying, yeah, we're in for this. Let's I mean, do it. Let's I mean, do it. I and not one of, person was I, like, I one, thought of ahead. trick stuff as a, as a coach, but this is out there, man. But you think about having a, a room, okay, with your coaches, your GMs, and they're all like, yeah, let's do this. We're going to cheat. Yeah. And that one guy thinking, you know, this might be a bad idea. We have a good team that can win us the World Series, but let, let's do it. We're going to cheat. Well, how about, uh, what's his name? The, the MLB commissioner, uh, Rod Mansfeld, came out today, and he had uh, a phone consultation with all the owners of the MLB. And the owners, they're they're not happy with this. They want they want harder yeah, penalties. Yeah, they do. And they, which it should be. I mean, like like let's be real. Like you know, like I said earlier, Aaron Judge. You know, he's all respect Altuve, but he deleted that Instagram post because they beat the Yankees that year. Well, Mansfield came out and said that the owners need to keep all their comments to themselves if they're unhappy this with it. Breaking news, your, by the way, Josh Donaldson got ninety two million dollars in a yeah. four year deal. They said to keep your mouth shut or the penalties will be harder than what Houston got. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. I mean, this, I, don't, I just. It's been an interesting year. Yeah, it's it really has. It's been an interesting year. Uh, and uh, it's going to be interesting who, who comes on the mound the first game against the Astros if they drill the first batter just to, like, say, you know what? MLB's pissed off. Here you go, first batter drilled they're predicting the astros still have a good year i mean yeah, they still they, have they the have talent a good team. they have a real good team David, they still have the good and that's that, that's the interesting part too is is at the end of the day why do you have to cheat when you had the team to win the world series i mean you've had the best team in baseball for the past four years on paper my thing is is since alex cora was the guy that orchestrated this why doesn't he get the lifetime banned yeah. No, there's a poll out there they now. said they mutually part ways. I, I want to I know how MLB is still going to punish him, even though that he parted ways at Boston. I don't know, but there's rumors out there. They're saying that it's going to be a two-plus-year suspension, which would be interesting. Which it should be. Yeah, and then again, like I said to you before, that's where the suspension should not kick in until someone hires him. Who's going to hire a coach that's going to be suspended for two years? Nobody. Literally. What it should be is, okay, what year did he start with Houston when he was cheating? And then, okay, so he was with Houston two years cheating, then he's with Boston for two years cheating. He should be suspended four years. And they said that this goes way back before 2017. Probably. But there's early signs, like, of them stealing signs all the time for catchers. But it's got to be frustrating for, like, you think about the Dodgers. Okay, the year, you know, the Astros won the World Series against Dodgers. Mm -hmm. The year Boston won against Dodgers. Mm -hmm. Cheating. Cheating signs. Like, you would think, especially like you know how there's teams complain about this. They have to be one of those teams that are like they should have been stripped of a title. Yeah, I mean the Astros they were seven and two at home, four and five on the road during the 2017 playoffs. And just think about all the players. And this is something I heard too on the radio today about all the players who, you know, something happened now in their career. You know, they had a bad outing now because of this. You know, they didn't get their playoff bonuses because they got eliminated. 
Yeah. You know, all this yeah. adds up. You can have a lot of mad players in the MLB. Dude, but, you, you, you've seen in MLB how players take it when they find out someone cheats, whether it's steroids, whether it's science deals. Like, people get hit. Mm-hmm. People get hit because these guys take this serious. You know, these guys, you think about early as, as, as a high school career, these guys take this serious every single day. They're working hard, and they want to do it the right way. And then you have guys that cheat their way to the top. And as other players, you know, you're going to be frustrated. And it's funny because it's two World Series championship teams that get caught. Yeah. And Alex Cora is the man. Yeah. And now everyone's just waiting for that ball to drop in Boston now. See, if I was MLB, I'd be looking into, okay, who did they work with as far as inside the organization? I'd be punishing those people too. Mm -hmm. All the people that, let's be real. Well, that's why I mean. Like in this article here where it says he had someone install like a video room technician install a monitor display in there. Like who's that guy? Let's be real. Like why didn't that guy report that? Why didn't that get reported up Mm -hmm. to the people upstairs? Because it's probably hush money. But the thing is, is everyone's complaining. Like the other owners are complaining. The Houston Astros owners not being punished for this at all. Yeah, and let's be real, he knew. Yeah, he knew. He did. Why? Why but, isn't the owner getting getting fined? But we're a couple of weeks away from pitchers and catchers, and now the Astros have to find the GM and they have to find coaches. And there's already rumors out there of two coaches, uh, Dusty Baker and Buck Showalter, well, who I, are interested I, in the job. Dusty Baker, I like it. Um, yeah. But Dust, um, hey, Dusty Baker is a three-time National League Player uh, Coach of the Year. He won the pennant in two, uh, 2002 with the Giants. He reached the playoffs in his final four seasons. And Showalter, he's another good coach. He's with the Yankees. He's with the Diamondbacks, Rangers, and Orioles. He's a three-time American League coach of the year as well. Yeah. Uh, I think they have their bench coach is the main head coach right now. But mm-hmm. like I said earlier, Aaron Judge, I want to know the people that keep track of this stuff too. Like who's just stalking Aaron Judge's Instagram to the point where like, yep, he deleted that post. Mm-hmm. But he posted a photo with Altuve for 2017 when they won the World Series. Like congratulations, man, all the respect. Um, but it's deleted now. And it was deleted after the, all the rumors came out that not the rumors. My but. my thing is, where's where's the big mouth, Justin Verlander? Yeah, you know he was talking all this crap about them not being cheaters, and even his wife. What's maybe his, maybe what's, some players didn't know. What's his wife's name? Kate Upton. Kate Upton. She was talking crap too, saying that they're not. You know, oh, come on, they all know what was going on. Maybe if, some, maybe if, some if, players didn't. If, if that guy that uh, that picture that you just mentioned, if he knew, my they, uh, Verlander knew. Verlander is the big dog in that locker yeah. room. Yeah. He knew. They all knew. I mean, knew. you think you have to you have to realize there's a monitor there. Yeah. And and how embarrassing has that to be? You sitting in that dugout and you hear bang, 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 and they're all like fight looking around like, is anyone noticing that? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like that's just that's and like I said, I had a good discussion. Like if you're a young player or even if you're not a young player, say you've been in the league for four years, like say you're a shortstop or a third base and you're starting and like say you don't like that. Like, let's be real. Are you really going to say something and risk your opportunity in the yeah. MLB? Because let's be real. If I was in that situation, I would be like, I don't like this, but I'm going to pretend I don't notice My it. My thing is, why can't we get breaking news? NFL suspends Bill Belichick for two years for cheating. Yeah. You know, New England's been caught how many times? You know, just, just got caught videotaping the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, what well, the they heck? came out and said there was nothing with that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, I mean... Belichick said, I had nothing to do with that. It doesn't matter. The organization should be fine just like this. They should. Yeah. You're right. It's crap. And you you would think with baseball how there's no luxury t- cap or anything like that, like they could have fined this team a lot more money. Yeah. Uh, wait, uh, yeah. Uh, but like I said, they have a contract to protect them of that. Well, now let's talk about your breaking news with uh, Donaldson because I don't have anything on that. Uh, literally, as we started this podcast, we saw the notification that he got a four-year, $95 million deal with the Minnesota t- Twins, which is huge because, you know, Sano 
was a third baseman. He, I think he's too big to be a third baseman. And I don't. I mean, I, before we came on, I was taking notes. They said that the Braves were the, the the leaders to get him back. And I don't know why the Braves let him walk. But if I see, what's funny is, what makes this interesting is okay, the Twins just got Donaldson. So the Braves are in a situation now where they have to trade for somebody. But you know what's you know it's really interesting now, the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, yeah, we'll, Rockies, we'll get in that. We'll get well, in that. We'll get in and that. And the we'll Cardinals, that, yeah. they really picked up talks yeah. today. Yep. But, but that, that's good because now the Braves are like... But will the Braves jump in that race now? I don't think the Braves are going to jump in that race. I think the Braves will go after Chris Bryant now. They did. The Cubs did sign our, our brace. Our, how are you Yankees always word? having Duhar. Yeah, but who are they going to give us? And who knows? Maybe we can get a minor league pitcher or something for them. Yeah, that's true. But I think that um, the Braves are going to go after Chris Bryant because they were, they were trying to go after him a little earlier in the run. Um, but the Cubs aren't... I bet you the Cubs but are Chris asking Bryant, for a lot. he just won arbitration, didn't he? Well, let's be real. A lot of these teams did that because they don't want to lose these guys. Like Lindor signed a one-year. Um, uh, Brian got a one-year. Uh, Mookie Betts got a one-year. And I bet you Mookie Betts still gets traded. Mm-hmm. But Nolan Aaron yeah, now yet it, trade. His, his deal is like, what, 27, $27 million 27. for this year? Yeah. That's actually – it's actually – gosh, you think about the Twins lineup last year. I mean, they had one of the most – they led the league in home runs, I believe. We were, the Yankees were second, right? Well, it's going to be interesting. I wonder how that works, though, If, if since he already accepted the deal. I mean, if something happens where they get suspended or something, like this this penalty that's coming down for Boston, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's going to change his mindset about wanting to stay with Boston. Well, I think he, he, got, he signed that because it's like, okay, $27 million to stay here and possibly get traded, I'm in. Yeah. But they don't have much of a pitching staff now. I would want to play. What's him. going on with J.D. Martinez? I don't know if he's still on the roster or what. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm sorry for all the people that listened to this, and we didn't know the name because I saw a couple comments that said it's J.D. Martinez. <laughs> um, but I would want to play in Boston. You know, you're playing at such a beautiful, old, Historic ancient facility. field. I mean, gosh. I, just and what I have the pictures at night in this field is just, and it's 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 in a beautiful area. Boston's a beautiful and plus area. Plus, you get to play in the biggest rivalry in sports. Yeah, yeah. I don't know some, something about it, but yeah, it, it'd be really interesting. But you think about the Twins lineup last year. How many home runs they were hitting last 307, year? Three hundred seven, I believe they hit. And to add that bat in there, who is coming another, off about thirty seven home runs? Yeah. yeah. They're going to be loaded. I mean, they were loaded last year. They have a lot of a lot of power on that uh, on that team. And the pitching's not too bad. And that'd be a very interesting playoff game again with the well, Yankees. Didn't they pick up Dallas Keuchel? No, that would be the White Sox. Okay, but they signed a lot of their good hitters last year. And yeah, I, I believe Nelson Cruz is still in the Twins. If I'm not mistaken, can we get our guy to check that? You got that checked? It's good. Yeah, I'll check it. But, no, the Nolan Arenado trade rumors are really heating up between the Cardinals and the Rockies. Again, I'm not really sure why the Rockies want to get rid of this. They got a lot of talent on paper. Just don't well, they, really have, they need the pitch, and that's what it is. Well, they they said it heated up and that they actually exchanged names today in yep. talks. But the problem is, is Arenado is owed 20, $234 million over the next seven years, but he can opt out in 2021. Yeah. So you're taking a chance on, on trading for him. Yeah. And my biggest thing would be, like, I don't. would you – would you have to extend him? Would you have to restructure his contract to get him to lose that opt-out after another year? That's weird how that, he signs a four-year deal. What, what, what he's on a four-year deal and he can opt-out in a year? Seven-year deal. That's seven, weird. It's seven years, $234 million left You would on think it. that if he signed with the, if he got traded to the right team, he wouldn't want to opt-out. I'd give up pieces for him. Yeah. I'd give up Frazier and Andujar and Garcia. But my, my thing is, is, is 
like the Braves, if they get into this race, now you have options. Who would you rather have? Would you rather? I'd rather have Arenado. I just think he's Adam a Bryant. Better, I just yeah, I just think he's I think a better Arenado player. is. He's a better power you think hitter. Arenado is like what a seven time Gold Glove winner. Already? Yeah, and age. I think they're pretty close in age. Yeah. I think he's twenty nine or so, something like that. This is tough because I think Arenado and Bryant they both start off very cold with their at bats. Yeah. But if you're looking at overall performance and a Gold Glove winner, Arenado has just the better glove at third base. I think. I think he's a little bit more athletic too. Chris Bryant's a very big, husky, stocky looking guy yeah. that I think you could turn into a first baseman potentially one day. Arenado, I think, is going to play third base for a while. I think he's your Gold Glove winner there. I think he'd be the better player to trade. I would give up a lot of pieces for Arenado. I, you know, if I was the Yankees, man, I was just like, look, I got all these young pieces. Yeah. Let's package a deal together yeah. and let's. Get him and bring him and make him a Yankee. The Rockies need pitching. I would give. I would in all seriousness. I would, give, I would give as much as I want to see Garcia come in the Yankees. I would give up Garcia for Arenado because you think about how stacked our lineup would be. Yeah, and the pitching we were. I would have. throw Happen. I mean, they wouldn't even need Happen. I'd give him him. Just yeah, here so there you know, he is. This, here's the bow for the present. Hey, let's go. <laughs> you can have him. No, I don't think. I don't think the Braves. I think. I think the Braves like Chris Bryant. I mean, it'd be it'd be very interesting to see. I'm actually, I'm excited that the Cardinals actually make this making this push because you have Paul Goldschmidt over at first base. Yeah. You have a good young shortstop, and then you got Colt Wong at second base. You'd have a solid infield, solid infield. You still got Dexter Fowler out there in the outfield. They didn't get Ozuna back. I don't know where he's gonna head. I don't know, but they got some really good pitching too. But I know that the Rockies are interested in their pitcher uh, Dakota Hudson. He's 25 years old, went 16 and 7 last year with 3.35 ERA and 136 strikeouts. Boy, you that's ball the notes today. That's I came prepared today, but that's the one guy that they're really looking for. But also, I was told by our inside scoop that another name the Cardinals are throwing out there is Matt Carpenter. The deal, which if you're the Rockies, I mean, if they could give you a good pitcher and Matt Carpenter, I guess that's a, a decent win. Pitching's the key there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But if you can get Ma- Matt Carpenter on the side, because let's be real, you're losing that big at-bat in Arenado. Matt Carpenter, who's coming off a really good year last year, he can still give you the home runs. He's and, been around for a while, though. And he's a good utility guy, though. He's a little long in the tooth. I guess you could say that. <laughs> but he's a guy that could play the hot corners. He could play second yeah. base. I don't think he'll play shortstop, but he could play the outfield, too. This is a guy that, could, this is a guy that in high school and, he and probably don't, played everywhere. And don't count out the Texas Rangers, too. I mean, they don't. They signed Frazier, but... Yeah, I saw that. They just signed Todd Frazier. Who, that's not he a bad pickup. He strikes out a lot. He was good for us. He strikes out a lot, though. I like Todd I, Frazier. I'm, surprised, the... I'm just surprised they freaking settled on him because... You know, there's a lot of young people out there that they could have went after. But let's be real. They could have made they, a deal with the Yankees. Are they being smart, though? Mm. You think they picked up some key players, and then you got a decent fill at third base for now? Going into a new stadium, though, man. You want to fill those hey, seats. they're filling some of those seats, though. Mm. Maybe they got some young prospects down there, and they just want a guy in the hole for now. Well, the Phillies made a move today. Uh, they designated Abdul Herrera for assignment today. They claimed Nick Martini off waivers from the Reds. Uh, he's an option for them in all three outfield pos- positions. I'm still waiting for everything to like, be settled with the whole Azrubal thing. Because uh, Herrera, who was extended for a five-year, $30.5 million contract from 2017 to 2021, sat out 85 games last the year for domestic, domestic violence, violence suspension. There's a lot of domestic violence in baseball anymore. Yeah, yeah. Why can't like we just treat our women right? <laughs> I, yeah. You know, it's 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 a lot in baseball, especially. It's we, really a lot. We in never baseball. heard what the pitcher for the Yankees did. But he just got the eighty games or Dude. whatever. Now it's like sixty some. But what what did he do? There's no like know. story on it. I don't know. It's like it, unsolved which, mysteries. 
Herrera was like a big piece in their lineup too. You know what? I really, I really hope McCutcheon comes back strong for them. I love McCutcheon. I wish the Yankees would have kept him, and we didn't. And he was like a spark for the Phillies in, in a weird way. What's weird is like McCutcheon seems old in my books. He's been around a while. But he's still a good player. And I forgot how great he was with the Pirates. You know, like you almost forget about those years when he has the dreads and the making diving catches out there in center field for them. He was a great piece out there. Yeah. Do you think about how good that division is going to be, though, with the Mets, the Phillies, and the Braves? And, you know, I wouldn't even say – well, I can't say the Marlins yet. No, but not, I mean, not yet. Not they're making yet. a couple moves, but we'll see. Yeah, I think Jeter will get that team going. He got, he's got Posada in his ear. They just the named the street after him in New York. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but – well, we got to talk about the national championship last night. Um, I didn't watch it. I think uh, for for one, I think that game should be on on a Saturday night. That's weird. That was on a Monday it, night. It's always so late. It's ridiculous. But LSU, you have to you have to say could be one of the best college football teams. They didn't lose. Of uh huh. They didn't lose. I know. Like all year. But they're they went fifteen and zero. Yeah. And they beat six top ten teams this year. Yeah, and uh, nobody ever like believed in them. You know, <clears throat> a lot of people doubted them. Their quarterback, who was only a two star quarterback, yeah, came to LSU, and he sets the season uh, season high in touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He breaks the record, yeah. most yards passing. He's gonna be the number one. It's the pick. most TDs in a college football championship game. Most TDs in a college football playoff series. He went thirty one of forty nine for four hundred sixty three yards and five touchdowns. Who's got Who's got the number one pick this year? Oh, he's going to the Bengals. I'd go to the Bengals. He's going to the Bengals. But they're, 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 you know, this guy, they're comparing him to Brady and a Peyton Manning. Just the way, I the way he throws the ball. I wouldn't want to be compared. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'd want to be my own guy. What's, what's, but this is the guy I want. I mean, I still want Trevor Lawrence. If, if, if this guy's available, bye bye, Amari Cooper. Jamar, he's not going to be available. Jamar Chase? Well, we won't be available. Nine for 221 yards and two touchdowns? Oh, that, I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about. I'm talking about a receiver, you know. And then you have Justin Jeffries, who's nine for 106. Um, you have um, you have a lot of people that are, you know, um, criticizing um, Trevor Lawrence because you know he had turnovers yesterday. You know, well he had 13 overthrows. Yeah, he he looked bad. But but you have to understand, this kid's only 21. Yeah, just turned 21 in October. And he's been to two championships I, I, already I in his first back. two. He's going back. I would too. I don't think he's eligible to come out yet. He's only a sophomore, I think. Yeah. But my thing is, is he's, uh, he's only he's been. Got, he had a 20, 29 game win streak. He's been in the league two years. They said he hasn't lost. The last time he lost was prep school. Who, Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. Dude, the kid. The kid has been in this league for two years. He's first 21, lost in two years in college. And he's taken he's taken Clemson to the championship two years in a row. And, and I would want someone to screw up at first. But you know what? Clemson blew this game. They were up seventeen to seven. Yeah. They had an offensive pass interference call that was going to actually turn in. Probably would have ended up scoring again. They would have been up twenty four to seven. Yeah. On an LSU team, but when LSU started clicking, it was over. Forget it. I'm happy that Trevor Lawrence, you know, struggled. Because that's something he can prove on. Because you ever notice you have a lot of these guys that they come out of college and they have like this perfect record and they they have these perfect throws. And what happens to them in the NFL? They're not perfect. I got to tell you, though, the only thing that aggravated me over the whole thing, uh, and I didn't watch the game. I just saw the highlights like everyone else did. What the heck's OBJ doing? You know, I know he went to LSU and I know he graduated from there and he was all happy. But some guys go above and beyond just because the camera's on them. Did you see him on the field counting out hundred dollar bills and doing handshakes and giving money to these college players? No. 
I guarantee you the NCAA is going to be all over this, investigating whether these kids accepted that money or not. Well, isn't that a thing they could do now? Well, I don't know if half these kids are coming back, if they were seniors. I don't know who they were, who they were getting the money. But he was literally in front of the CNN cameras. I don't know why CNN was there. But they were counting out $100 bills, and he's showing it to the camera and handing people uh, money, players in uniform, money. And then, and then he was in the and he was in the locker room, and he was celebrating with the team. And he held up these guys, this guy's cleats, and said, "These will be selling for two hundred thousand dollars." Just it's nuts, man. Well, I mean, just I don't know. Some of the times that he does stupid crap, it just annoys me. I don't know, man. All I'm saying is that if OBJ handed me a hundred dollar bill secretly was, in my handshake, I would take it. It was more than one hundred dollar bill. I'll tell I, you I'm, that, I'm, t- I'm taking it. I think we have to pay respect. Uh, news today that the great uh, Antonio Gates is retiring. Yeah. Great Antonio Gates. One of the best duos in football between him and Phillip Rivers. He's an eight-time Pro Bowl. He's one of the best tight ends I've ever Today ever was officially played. marked down that he retired. He's 39 years old. He leads the Chargers in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns with 116 touchdowns, 11,000, almost 12,000 receiving yards, and almost 1,000 receptions he didn't play last year he played in 2018 not from really had a good i mean he was listen he's getting older and towards the end of the season so they're using him more blocking because he only had 28 receptions with 300 receiving yards and two touchdowns but um him and phil and rivers um is it they're the best duo in nfl history with 89 touchdowns the most nfl and it's gonna be interesting to see if uh rivers is even back with that team next year yeah. when um when he was with the chargers if if gates got a touchdown Chargers were fifty-two and forty with a record. And he's eligible eligible for the Hall of Fame in twenty twenty-three. I don't think. What's weird is that the Chargers have this really good team on paper, like good team, good running for how many years in a row now? Good running backs. What's weird is Melvin Gordon, after everything he went through, like didn't even put on a show to and deserve he, a contract. And I think he's a free agent this year. Didn't even put on a show yeah. to deserve that he needs a contract. But we made Eckler th- look we- better. I would stick. I would stick with Eckler. Receivers, you know, you got Keen Allen over there with great speed, and you have a good, good young tight end in Henry if he can stay healthy. And then it's just like you have Philip Rivers, who's this you know guy you'd want to be on a battlefield with, and who just talks trash to everybody, and yet they just couldn't win. Yeah. They had, like, what, six wins? Yeah. But we made it to the Final Four. And I'm happy because it's it's a bunch of new teams that haven't been there in a while. You know, the 49ers haven't been there since, what, the 90s? Well, no, they've been, they've been there but once before with the, whatchamacallit? What? Kaepernick. Yep. <laughs> but uh, Green Bay and San Francisco and Tennessee and Kansas City will kick off and uh, decide who goes to the Super Bowl. And it was a great week of football, weekend of football. I think the biggest news is the Baltimore Ravens did they decided to have their worst game of the year, the worst time of I the just, year. I can't believe that Tennessee loaded the box with nine and they just shut them down and they didn't adjust. You gotta I mean and you, you gotta give it to Mike Vrabel, man. Like that they, defense they, they, they shut Lamar they, down. They said they got their plan off the Madden game. <laughs> a, a loaded nine. What's what's but, but you, Lamar Jackson didn't get any help. There was a no. lot of good throws that he made. Yeah, that I mean, the guys yeah, he had. I think he had about 500 total yards, and he threw the ball about 50 times. But if, if you were watching that game, like he he could scramble. But mm-hmm. like they locked him yeah, down. They, they, shut they him played down. that well. They played that well. The defense played well. And listen, you you can't even say. And then you can't even say Tennessee is winning these games. What was his name? Hayden Hurst. He was hurt. You know who's winning these games? Derrick Henry's winning these games. 
Yeah. It's not even – it's not Tannehill. It's not their receivers. It's – I it's mean, the they're bus. loading the box, he, he's and the he's first, just carrying people. He's the first running back in history to rush for three straight 180-plus yard games. You literally see guys – trying to t- at one point earl thomas was attacking out of bounds and he stiff arm and earl thomas did like this little spin thing i just let me tell you though those, those guys don't want to hit him no man. you can he's see a, it you don't want to attack you can him. see that they almost like run backwards and like try and angle him to the out of bounds dude could you imagine a, a guy like that running full speed at you and you're the only safety in the area like you know you're gonna miss he's gonna stiff arm you you know what's interesting though if the titans beat the chiefs this weekend they'll be the first team to beat three division winners <coughs> in straight weeks in the playoffs. Why they, do I feel like they beat New England, the Texans, and if they beat Kansas City, they'll beat all three division winners. But I feel like Kansas City is like the biggest underdog this year. Like they were like no one really talked about Kansas City this year and like they've been like a really good team. Yeah, and they got a slow start. I mean, they were down twenty four nothing. And the Texans already came out and said they're not firing Bill O'Brien and Bill O'Brien already came out and said they're not hiring a GM, that he'll be the GM yet again. But that's shocking, man. Kansas City is the first team to trail by 20-plus points and then end up winning by 20-plus. They dominated. They freaking – they came back, and they didn't stop. They scored those points in that second quarter, and it was over. Even when they, even when they, even when they took the lead. I mean, they ran out of fireworks in that stadium. Even when they but, took the lead. But Williams, but, Williams is declaring right now that he is the starting back for that team. And, like, he is uh, – he's for a little guy, he's carrying people in that what end zone. What was Bill O'Brien thinking, though? Fourth and three on his own 30-some yard line. They go for it. They don't get it. And then he has fourth and inches inside Kansas City's like 15, and they kick a field goal. You know, it's playoffs, man. Playoffs. I mean, Tennessee's averaging 25 points per game. Kansas City's averaging 28. I really wish these teams were in two different. Like, I wish Tennessee was in, like, the AFC and Kansas City was in the NFC because this would be a cool Super Bowl to see. I'm going to make my prediction now. I, I, I don't think... I don't think Kansas City's. I don't think uh, Tennessee's getting lucky again. I don't think Green Bay stands a chance against the 49ers. I mean, they absolutely shut down Minnesota, and their defense is just stellar. I think Dalvin Cook had nine carries for like ten yards or something. And Kirk Cousins, they just he had no time to even think. I just, I just think the 49ers, and I think the Tennessee uh, the run's going to come to an end too. I don't like Green Bay or the 49ers, but if I had to pick one, I'd rather see the 49ers just because the Kyle Shanahan he's doing a great job over there. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, great quarterback. That whole mm-hmm. te- their defensive line, can we just give them an A plus this year? Because Joey Boza, especially the year he's having, you can't run with them. No, nah, you can't run stacked. against them. And plus, they blew out Green Bay in the, in the middle of the season. It's a, it, it, this isn't going to be a game. I don't. I mean, because look at the Green Bay against Seattle. Seattle came back on them, and they they the Seattle like shut. I don't want to say shut Aaron Rodgers down, but they slowed them down. I really wanted Seattle to win. I really wanted to see Seattle and Kansas City have a Super Bowl game, but it, unfortunately, it didn't happen. And yeah, that's all I can really say about. I that. just, I just think Kansas City has too many weapons, and I think that they're gonna, they're just gonna dominate that game. I mean, they don't have to run the ball. They'll do screens and they'll, and they'll use Kelsey, and then they always have Tyreek Hill, and they have a couple other guys that they can get over the top. When you look at Kansas City's team, you see. It's 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 funny. You have Patrick Mahomes, who's almost like a Steph Curry. Um, who's the guy? Magic. Who's the, who's the guy that played for the Lakers? That does the, Magic the, Johnson. Magic Johnson. You ever like see the way that uh, 
Patrick Holmes is having the ball come out of oh, his hands. Yeah. It's literally like he's not even like he's just flickering stuff. Travis Kelsey having the time of his life. He had a great game last week, and the speed they have to beat you, Tyreek Hill, Williams. It's just you have a basketball player in Travis Kelsey who's out there just he's killing it. That that team, I don't think Tennessee is going to beat them. But there's only one number one seed left, and that's the 49ers. And I think five of the last six Super Bowls have been won by the number one seed. Yeah. I so. think I think what's funny is Green Bay is a predictable team. You know, they literally have been only throwing to one guy the past couple of games, and that's Devontae Adams. Adams. So you, I would double him. I would double him and say, okay, Aaron, if you're going to beat me, you're going to beat me well, with someone else. He's not going to have time to sit back there. The 49ers are going to put so much pressure on him. They're not going to have a running game. They're just they're going to have so much in-your-face pressure, and, yeah. and he doesn't work good over pressure. And then with, with Tennessee, you know, if I'm Kansas City, I'm loading the box, and I'm saying, Tannehill, if you're going to beat us, it's not going to be with Henry. You're going to have to throw the ball, and we're going to make you throw the ball a lot because I have faith in my defense that we're going to stop you. I And I, I think they're going to be able to run – I think they're going to be able to run on Kansas City. I just don't think they're going to be able to hang, uh, hang with Kansas City. I just think Kansas City has too many, t- too many weapons, too much talent. Yeah, it's funny. I bet you everybody was saying that, like, saying Baltimore is going to blow this team out of the water. I mean, you think Baltimore had more, more talent than Kansas City? Yeah, I mean, just think about it. Tennessee really has nothing, nothing to lose. I mean, they're playing every game on the road. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to f- see what happens, if they can do it for a third straight week. But I just think – Playing in Kansas City, man, it's going to be loud. Yeah. It, it, it's just a tough place to play. It's going to be cold. There's going to be crappy weather this weekend. There's another storm coming across the, the central. It's supposed to hit us by Saturday. We can get our first big snowstorm this Saturday. Yeah. I'm predicting it's going to, it's going to be Kansas City and the 49ers Super Bowl. That's what my prediction is. I agree with that. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if Tennessee got in. I wouldn't either. I no, win. absolutely, I wouldn't. I'd like to see Vrabel. I mean, I think and if right Tennessee now, gets it, in, I want them to win. At I all. think if you think about it, Vrabel has to be a top contender for Coach of the Year. Yeah, I just think what he's done with that team. But one more, uh, actually, two more football notes. Um, Antonio Brown, he made news again. You know, he's having these domestic problems with his wife and his ex with uh, his kids outside. Uh, he has a habit now of going on, uh, I guess, Instagram or whatever it is. He's doing live videos. Yeah, he's also rapping now. He called the police because he was having issues with his ex. And then he starts belittling and, and degrading the cops and everything and throwing candy at his ex and everything. I just think something is mentally wrong with this guy. And somebody has to step up and do something about him and get him help. I think his NFL days are done, really done. I, just, I don't understand what. It's a shame it's, because it's a the shame, guy yeah. has so much talent, but I think there's something going on mentally because you know you get hit so many times in the head, things just aren't right up there, and something's not stirring the Kool Aid. He really has a problem. Kool Aid. Huh? Yeah. And one more note. Um, Wait, it's just weird though. Like you know, you have the world with the balls, and just you do, you do, and blowing it out. Uh, one more NFL note. Uh, there's rumors out there that Tony Romo could be the next Monday Night Football uh, analyst replace him one of the the guys that are there and it's i don't like the monday night football crew i don't either and but i like i like tony with his guy it's reported that they're going to offer him a, a a high of all time of 14 million dollars a year he's the best be commentator NFL. yeah i just think he should stay with jim nance i think yeah i think they're the good best. together i think they're or, really or either good. that or take jim nance with them they should they should do the super bowl yeah i agree um, just one quick little note before we get off football um 
XFL is coming up, and it just came out today that Chad Ochocinco Johnson, you know, he has a tryout. Um, I believe it is scheduled Monday in Houston for the XFL. Um, he posted a video about a month ago of him kicking a field goal, which they estimate it to be about a six-yard field goal, and it's pretty good. I mean, it hangs to the right, but it gets in between the bars. Now, also, the bars are a little longer than the typical NFL one. But the six-time Pro Bowl as a receiver is getting a tryout in Houston as a kicker. Good which for him. He, good for him, which he actually, like, through his NFL career, really considered if he was going to change the position, it would be a kicker. He really wanted to be a kicker. And you saw that in 2009, the preseason with the Bengals, he kicked an extra point, and they kicked off. And he could do it. It's funny because he know, could do I, it. And I think he could still play football as a receiver. I probably could. I mean, just – He, probably, he think, would probably talk a lot of And I think T.O. could too. I really He's do. He's 42, though. I don't, I don't know. It don't matter. Those guys are ripped in her in shape. I know, but I, takes... if, if I had to pick out of Des Bryant, Ocho Cinco, or T.O., Des Bryant would be the third on my list. Yeah. What's, uh, he said that if it goes well for him in the X, XFL, like, as far as kicker, like he's hoping that the NFL will offer him a contract. Like, could you imagine he comes back to the NFL as a kicker? Yeah. That'd be something. I'd, I'd take him if he could do it. You want right, to give us that hockey minute? No, let's jump in the NBA quick. We just got to talk about the Sixers. First of all, that's at the halfway point, and the two top teams are the Milwaukee Bucks at 35-6 and six, and the Lakers, who are 33-7. and seven. Uh, The Lakers beat the Cavs last night, and they have now won nine in a row. Uh, the Sixers still struggle. Uh, in the last two games they played, they had great first halves. They fall apart in the second half. Three-point problem is the main problem on it's that team. Problem. We don't have that three-point shooter. still looking for a shooter. shooter. Uh, against the Mavericks, they were 9 of 37 from the three-point range. Against Indiana, they were 3 of 16 in the first half, 4 of 26 through three Barely quarters. Barely lost to them, too, 101 and 95. And they were 6 of 33 for the whole game. Um, and Bede's still averaging 23.4 points a game, which is our leader. But also, Embiid has his first Under Armour Embiid shoe coming out, signature yes. shoe. It's the Embiid Under Armour number one, and it's coming out fall in 2020. Well, Getting back to the Sixers since you really interrupted me. I was still talking talk about the sneakers, sneaker Sixers. Uh, I think I'm getting to the point where Brett Brown has to go. I just think with the talent on this team, you have guys on the bench like Enos who has no injury. He's not even playing. You know, he you got to get some of these Enos guys on the bench. Us, times yeah. this, Trey Burke is shooting 50-plus percent from the three-point line. He's starting to get more minutes. Yeah. Uh, Matisse Tybal came back from his injury. He's 0-11 from the three-point uh, line. Just the, we got to do something. I mean, the Sixers are still in good point, good shape. We're to the sixth seed. We're twenty five and sixteen on pace for fifty wins yet. Eighteen and two at home, seven and fourteen on the road, which is our problem. So I just think we got to the February sixth trade deadline's coming up, and we got to make some kind of move, man. I mean, what what the heck's going on with Zahari Smith? We don't even hear about him. I mean, another do we draft, hear another of guy, any first round draft picks? Why did we get rid of Mikhail Bridges? I mean, we had a great guy that came in there. I know. And then From Philly. Just I don't know. Why so do you get rid of Shamit? I liked Shamit. He was shooting from the threes. So stupid. It's interesting. You want to give us a hockey hot minute? Yeah, the hockey hot minute. Sidney Crosby makes hockey his hot minute. Sidney <laughs> Crosby makes his return tonight after missing 28 games due to a core injury. The 15-year veteran. He was the number one pick overall in 2005. And uh, if he's healthy, he's still an elite player. Eight-time All-Star, three-time Stanley Cup champion, two-time Hart Memorial Trophy winner, which is their MVP, and six seasons of 100 points or more. There's only five guys ahead of him on the all-time list to do that. So with I think they're 28-11, and 11, I believe. 
uh, with him coming back, that is definitely going to improve their uh, chances of going back to where they want to go. I did Cup. see that the NHL skills uh, thing that they have for the All-Star game, they have shots from the stands. Yeah, over did the you fans see that? and stuff, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's going to be really cool. But last night, the Flyers won 6-5. to uh, The Flyers improved to 15-3 and 4 at home, uh, and they won with an odd shootout. Um, Brad, uh, what's his name? Brad McCann overskated the puck in the final attempt of a shootout, just barely touched it, and he overskated it, so he wasn't allowed to move on with it. And the Flyers, after Travis Konecki scored in the fifth round of the shootout, wow. went on to win. Breaking news. What? Luke Keikley retires. Wow. Dude. He's like one of the best linebackers in the NFL. Uh, he probably don't like Matt Rule. And he just <laughs> retired. I mean... Uh, Has he been in the he's league got, that long? He's got enough money. You got to think, too. He's had a lot of concussions. Yeah. But back to the hockey minute. That was some big breaking news. St. <laughs> Louis won 4-1 to one over Anaheim last night. Alexander Steen scored the first goal, his first goal, and Braden Shen added two assists as the Blues extend their home win streak to nine games. Washington Capitals 2, Colorado 0. Ovechkin scored two first-period goals, and Samsonov had 23 saves for his first career shutout. Uh, the last game that I have down here is Montreal beat Calgary 2-0. Corey Price with 31 saves, second shutout of the season. And Montreal snapped the five, uh, Flames' five-game win streak. There you go, Brad. I can't believe that. I think he's only been in the yeah, league for huge. seven years. It, it's going to be interesting what they do now because they have a lot of guys that uh Why do you might, retire? Yeah, maybe they don't like the direction their new team's going. Ask for a trade. Mm. I don't know how old he is, but he's been around for a I think, while. I think he's only been in the league for like seven years. But you got to remember, these guys, they have a lot of deals outside of football. They're That's making true. their money. And, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Well, the last podcast we did videotape, but uh, I'm just trying to figure. I got a new phone. I got an iPhone. It's difficult to upload from iPhone to Windows computer, so I might just have to buy a new computer. But we're still recording. We record this video. Um and we are keeping updates on our Facebook page, so make sure you like that page. Also, our YouTube yeah, share, page, you can subscribe. Share, 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 And if you guys have an iPhone, you have our podcast literally built into your phone. All you got to do is click your Apple Podcast app and just search Everything Goes TNK right there for you. Spotify, you can download it. If you have a Google phone or Android, it's built into your Google Music. Search Everything Goes TNK and it's right there for you. Simple and easy. And we might have a good podcast Friday for all you history buffs out there. We have a possible veteran coming on uh i know it's not sports but this is everything goes and it's interesting what this guy's gonna have to tell us yep but we hope you guys enjoyed our minutes of this podcast tonight and it was fun we hope you guys enjoy it and we'll see you guys next time boom